Welcome to the Modern Freedom Podcast. If you're a bad bitch who's looking to feel more inspired and empowered, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Jennifer V. Hartley, a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur who's on a mission to empower women like you and their life and business so that you can continue to keep showing up, kick ass, and never settle for less. So without further ado, let's get into it, queen. aka modern fritas today we're gonna be talking about hate is a really strong word i'm just kidding i don't know why i just said it in that voice but we're actually gonna be talking about men's i'm just kidding well not kidding but a little bit because if you follow me on facebook specifically on facebook and i talked about it a little bit on instagram recently but for like the longest time like a whole year I was mostly active on Facebook and like really sharing my thoughts on there especially since I became single like really really single and I y'all know that I have it's, it's been wild <laughs> dating in my late 20s compared to my early 20s whoa with this new self-awareness that I have it's like I can now understand things that I did in my early 20s and why they didn't work out why I felt a certain way and you might have heard me say, heard me say at one point, maybe, I don't know, that I hate men. And maybe I didn't say those words. Maybe I feel like it was the way I was expressing my feelings that I was like, I hate men. Like, I felt like I was very anti-men. And what I was speaking was really anti-men. And it almost seemed like I hated men. <laughs> and it's funny because especially like, like I said, if you're not in, if you're not Instagram, you probably missed all that fiasco. But funny enough, because my brother recently, he's like, I realize you don't talk about men so much anymore. He's like, you were right. It was because, you know, your job. And I was like, yes, I would tell because every single day, like I'd have a story. But that's because when I was working at the game room and serving even all the clientele, 99% of the clientele was men. I that's what I was surrounded by. And if I was being hit on all the time and I had to not cater to them, but, you know, give good customer service and, you know, all that shit would happen. So, of course, I always had something to say. And and sometimes it wasn't always nice. Like, because you, when you are serving or just, you know, working in that type of environment, you know, like even at a gas station. I remember working at a gas station and being hit on the time. And you come across those people, like the married men and all that. And also, by the way, I feel like I should, I, I don't know why I feel like I should always caveat this. Like... I am pansexual, and the reason I speak a lot about men, though, is because I have primarily dated men in my lifetime, because although I, at first, I knew I was bisexual, like, I always knew I was bisexual, and only recently in the last three years have I really, like, come to terms with it, like, owned it, and been like, okay, like, I can express that side of me, like, I can date women, like, it's so, like, it's just, even, like, I knew I was bisexual, it's almost like I it was just kind of like, it's kind of like, it was a fact, but I didn't really, like, apply it to my life. It was really weird. It's almost like I was Mexican. It's like I'm Mexican, but, like, I wasn't really eating enchiladas. Like, I wouldn't even touch enchiladas. I'd be like, enchiladas look delicious, but I'm really used to eating American food. 
And it just seemed like a very foreign thing to me. I don't know if that, that's a good analogy, but it's kind of like what it seems to me like. And now I'm like, I love all the foods. I love all the people's. Coco, shh, chill. So that is why I mostly talk about men and and all that. So just so y'all clear and we know what's up, okay? Um, but I know I there's a lot of, I feel like there's probably a few bi people, <laughs> bi pansexual people, or even heterosexual people listening to this so i guess wherever you are we got to deal with men at some point or have dealt with them and now that i've been single i i like it just opened a lot of not opened but resurfaced a lot of wounds that i had and things that i hadn't really thought of since my early 20s or even teenage years a lot of things that actually stem from my teenage years and I had a lot to say about men. Like, I got a bone to pick with men. And a lot of things upset me. And I would go on rants and, like... and But at the end of the day... At the end of the day, I recently realized that it's not the men that I hate. It's not the men that I dislike. Which is great. <laughs> I know it sounds funny. Like, I know hate is a strong word. Like I said, it's hate is a strong word. And I was like... I don't even like to use that word. I don't know if I ever used it. But it seemed like... I feel like I was coming off that way, but I'm not one to promote hate, and I don't want to ever, like, single out a gender or anybody for anything, any nature, I guess. Like, I'm not here to be anti-men, anti-anybody. It's just not who I am as a person. Like, you know, I'm all about, like, love, and at the core, that's just who I am, like, I know plenty of men that I love in my life and like I have brothers and my dad and even my ex-boyfriend who I care about deeply even still and other guy friends that I've met in my life and still have like there I know a lot of great men out there so all that being said I realized recently that it's not the men but it's who I become around them and this actually was triggered and this thought was triggered recently when I logged back on social media. I got on Snapchat. And it, I primarily have used it, I realized, as like... I post a lot of selfies and outfit of the day photos on there. And I talk from time to time. I go like on little rants or... I don't know. I show what I'm doing. I don't know. I'm pretty random like that. If you know, you know. And there was something... I don't know what it was that triggered it specifically, but I was like, holy shit, how did I not see this before? But I realized that when I like somebody, I tend to start changing myself for them in the sense that I will think like, oh, I think what would they like for me to wear? Like, what do I think would appeal to them? Instead of thinking, well, what do I like? What what do I enjoy wearing? Or even, like, hey, besides clothing, the way I speak. I was actually talking to somebody recently on the phone, and the word bitch came out, out of my mouth. I was like, bitch, I'm ready to get that money and I was like, oh my god, that probably sounded very vulgar or intense or something. And I almost felt like shame right afterwards. And then I was like, no, 
no absolutely not like this is how I would speak to a friend like I I don't say the word bitch a lot but every now and then it does come out I am more like a fuck that sounds funny a fuck person Coco I'm more of like a a yeah I say the word fuck more than anything um but not really bitch you know what I mean maybe when I'm texting and I was like and not just him I was or that person which happened to be a guy I like I said Whenever I have liked a guy, I will sometimes, depending on who the person is, I will refrain from maybe even speaking my mind for saying things the way I want to say them. For I basically play the good girl. And I was like, oh, the good girl. Like, like I said, I cannot wait to bring Lexi on. She will probably be on after this episode or like two episodes from now. But we we play the like we're conditioned to play the good girl in a way uh if you're raised catholic you know we gotta be modest and proper and ladylike and we don't want to offend men kind of like in that beyonce song uh flawless (laughs) that one like it's you know i I don't know if y'all listen probably y'all have the song flawless by beyonce um where it's like towards the end i think it's like the bridge there's this lady that comes on um, she's defining the word feminism or something like that. Um, but she's saying like, yeah, we are taught to be spoken, but not too outspoken. Um, go listen to the song. It's, she just says it perfectly. And I realized that I was like, whoa, like, why do we, I just ask yourself, I don't know. Like, can y'all, can y'all relate? Can you relate? Have you ever started changing yourself? For a person, not maybe for a guy, but maybe for a, a group of people. And I feel like that stems from rejection because it, especially if you, you know, high school, school growing up, we have our cliques. And if you were an artist or <laughs> maybe a little different like I was, I was kind of more like the one who kind of could blend in into any group. But what does that mean? Actually, that's a perfect example. What are you doing? If you could fit into any group, that's because you can accommodate, change yourself to fit that group. We're fucking chameleons. And that's what I found myself doing. I was like, holy shit, I become a chameleon for these men. Why to avoid rejection to be accepted? And of course, when you do one thing in, in one part of your life, it translates to every other part of your life, aspects of your life as well. So, I don't know. It just got me thinking, like, well, um, I, this is just a story, y'all. Um, a revelation I had. I don't even know what, like, the bigger picture is here. But um, it's just a wild realization to come to. And it's funny because my sister actually called me out she didn't mean to but it was funny because I was like holy shit like how did I not think of that she saw I posted this on Facebook and Instagram um how my this realization that I'm telling you how like I tend to change myself for the men that I I like or start dating like I start to think about what are they desires like what basically how can I accommodate them and I start to lose myself and I don't I never really realized I did that consciously it was always subconsciously that I would do it right and I never I just never realized it and she said well yeah she's like I always knew that she's like I knew she's like I knew it and I was like what do you mean you knew it she's like I knew it you changed like that's what you did with with your husband and I was like she's like you started used to smoke weed you lost you started listening to metal 
And I'm like, well, first of all, sister, like, I actually never smoked weed because of them. I, uh, contrary to believe, a lot of people think I'm a stoner, but I'm not, which is really funny. They think because I lived in Colorado and I was married to a stoner at one point that I would just smoke a lot of weed. But I actually haven't. I could probably count with one hand how many times I have ingested edibles or smoked. And mostly because it's just not for me. You know, I've never really truly enjoyed it. And I was like, actually, I was probably more peer pressured by friends than my ex-husband when it came to that. But I digress. Um, But I was like, you know what? You're so fucking right, though. Like, how did I not notice that before? Because if you knew me from my teens, when I started dating my ex-boyfriend when I was 17... I mean, I wouldn't say it was a bad thing. Like, I didn't, I I think at that age, I was more excited about change. Because I've always been about, like, going the other way. Like, I I grew up in a small town where everybody's the same. Right? Like, same everything. And when I met my ex-husband, even though we grew up together, like, I never really interacted with him. Um, It was, like, a fresh breath air. (laughs) Because he could play the guitar. I feel like I've always been attracted to musicians because of my love for music. Coco, girl, stop chewing up my blanket. Stop it. And, you know, he was into metal, which I never really knew about that genre. He introduced me to new music and a new lifestyle, I guess you could say. And I I, I don't know. I, I guess, yeah, I started adjusting parts of me for that lifestyle. So we would go to a lot of metal concerts, which were a lot of fun, by the way. But of course, I wanted to, as a person who loves fashion, I wanted to dress the part. So I would start, you know, I wear a little bit more black, um, uh, more goth clothes. You know, I do love the goth now too, but like in different ways. But um, colored, colored uh, skinny jeans, uh, metal t-shirts uh, that I would get at concerts. Um, I definitely listen to more metal. But here's the thing, you guys. Here's like, and it's. <laughs> I kind of wish I could. I'm. I want to make a post where like I show like me, and every stage like where I've been with somebody and like how I've transformed for them because I think it's actually hilarious, and that's why I think it's so beautiful. Like now recently that I've been single away from, like the not when, since I moved to Texas I've really discovered my sense of style. Holy shit! I'm just literally having this re- revelation as I'm talking to y'all. Like I had. I have recently realized, like, oh, like, after all these years, like, I've always wanted to know, like, what is my style? And I can never, like, although I'm, like, I do like a little bit of everything, I really like, I've always, okay, admired, or, like, people who are into, like, kawaii aesthetic, but that's not really me. Like, I love the pastel, I love the cutesiness of it all, but I'm, like, that's just, I feel like it's more, like, of a gamer aesthetic almost, too, and I was, like, that's just not me. It's not me, but I love it in other people. And like, but it just didn't feel right until recently I discovered like the coquette girl style, which is like coquette, love core, um, angel like. I don't know. It's it's more. I don't know. It's cutesy, but like not kawaii. And it's just very perfect for me. Like this, this, this is this is me. Like this is me. Like now I can like go shopping, and I'm like, yes, no. And, like, I still have, like, my florals and my dark colors. I love green. But, anyways, all that to say, like, I've discovered more of who I am. If y'all go into my room right now, you guys, like, it's obviously florals. I have a lot of, like, wreaths and flowers and stuff like that. But a lot of hearts and pink and uh, just little cute knickknacks. I don't know. Like, 
if you've seen parts of my room on social media, y'all, y'all kind of get the vibe. One day I'm going to do a before and after. Okay, all I have to say that. Um, we get, we get lost in relationships. Bottom line, it seems like we tend to lose ourselves. And I know, um, with my former partner, the last person I was with, I didn't necessarily have that 180 change in me, but I do know that I don't feel like I express myself a lot. They're, they're a little bit more toned down. So like, I remember they would like... I don't know if they did this on purpose or what, I don't know, but they would always only compliment me for the most part when I was in a t-shirt and shorts, and, like, that's kind of cute, right, like, oh, like, you like me, and, like, when I'm just, like, messy bone, all natural, whatever, which is cool, right, but it seemed like when I would dress up, I was, I don't know, I got some weird vibes, and they never really dressed up either, so I kind of was just I didn't like that. Sometimes he'd be like, oh, I didn't know you were going to dress up. Now I have to go change. And I'm like, what? Like, you don't have to. This is just the way I want to dress. Anyways, um, yeah, it's like, how much of ourselves do we compensate when we go into relationships? And if you find yourself like me who, who kind of had these really... I, I've been hurt a lot by men, obviously, and, like, I was rejected a lot by men growing up, and I've had to do a lot of internal work lately, like, why, uh, they just kind of leave a bad taste in my mouth a lot of the times, and one, it has come down to boundaries, and I've learned to set better boundaries, like, like, I talked on two episodes ago on, uh, what was it, uh, Don't Settle for Less Love, that episode, I, I've learned, like, setting boundaries has really helped me, like, I don't, I'm not waiting around for someone to choose me or to come around when they fucking want. I'm not, I'm just protecting more of myself and learning how to say no. Two, like, I feel like this is more of a woman societal thing, like how we are conditioned to, to play the good girl, to be the not loud, not too much, not be too fucking much. And I've always been afraid to too much for men and just the right amount and be what they want me to be. And it's time to take our power back because we can we can sit here and blame. We can be like, they this, they that, they do this, they do that. But this really, this new thoughts really got me to think about like, whoa. Yes, them sometimes, right? <laughs> People can do really stupid things sometimes. But also like, if you're constantly being triggered and upset, you gotta, we gotta look a little bit deeper. It's like, finally, I was able to pinpoint like, what is my beef with men? Why? Do I feel so strongly against them sometimes? I'm like, oh, it's because I start to compromise parts of myself for them. And I refuse to. I absolutely refuse to now. It's like the moment I start to feel like I am having to compromise any part of me for them. Fuck that shit. Now, I'm not saying fuck them and like stop talking to like stop talking to anybody who makes you feel that way. But like stop don't stop yourself from expressing who you are because of the fear of rejection it is better to be rejected than to be than to compromise who you are for somebody whether that is a potential suitor your husband your boyfriend um a friend social media like no because at the end of the day like it only makes us feel like shit right because anytime we have to to pretend to be someone who we're not that's just like killing our soul and I think that's all I got to say for this episode um it was just this thought I had and 
a new realization revelation that I had it was like so fucking powerful and I'm like whoa like it's almost like we always peeling off little layers right and this was definitely very liberating and although it can be hard not to want to change part of ourselves to fit in to be the chameleon because we kind of have used that in the past probably growing up to survive you know in school and cliques and all that but you know we're adults now we can we're adults we have a little bit more control a little bit more self-awareness and yeah we can say fuck all that i'm gonna be me you do you boo you do you boo you are glorious you are fabulous you are magnificent you are deliciousness you are incredible you are brilliant i don't know if i already said that one you are magical you are beautiful you are gorgeous you are creative you are light (laughs) seriously you are all the things and why dim your light for someone else for the sake of someone else never do that queen like stay true to you and without i'm out girl scout see you on the next episode as always hit me up on the social medias if you had any thoughts and don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter below that's for y'all if like you know just in case we want to take a social media break if you listen to the last episode you know my beef with social media so in case anything happens i want y'all to stay in the loop i promise not to spam your inbox because i don't got time to be sending y'all all these emails as it is i just just in case anything i want to you know want to stay connected and uh don't forget to hit follow so you stay connected as well i love you all I'll see you all on the next episode. Adios.